0: Nice 95.5 KBK. Good morning. So glad to have you along and even more glad I will say that's not the best grammar, but we're going to go with it. I have two gals in with me this morning. We're going to talk about something called uh, partners in policymaking. And first though, I want to introduce both gals this morning. Why don't we go ahead? I'll just say my right and left here. Why don't you go ahead and start for me? Thank you.
1: Um, My name is Robin Feeney, and I am from Isanti. Um, I have a nine-year-old son. His name is Wyatt, and he is in third grade. He is amazing. He is smart and funny and very, very um, energetic. Um, He also has autism and a global speech delay, so he didn't start speaking until he was about five. Um, and we got him diagnosed with autism when he was about three and a half. And so, um, yeah, he's got a lot of sensory differences and some gross motor needs and some feeding issues, all really common things with um, with, with, uh, with autism. autism. Yeah. yeah,,
0: okay. So. so that's, and we're going to talk more specifically that's but that's one of the reasons you're involved with this particular group and elizabeth share your story if you don't mind
2: yeah thank you robin for having us Uh, my name is elizabeth and i live in mora and i have an 11 year old and a 13 year old both are beautiful daughters who uh our oldest is Allie, and she has complex medical needs um we learned about her um brain differences and just kind of, uh, about her health at our five month ultrasound and Allison has complex medical needs. Um, she has hydrocephalus and cerebral palsy. And, um, I learned about partners in policymaking actually from a social worker, um, our old social worker in another county told us about it and it just didn't work out for timing until this year, which I'm very thankful for that I was able to, uh, attend the program.
0: And it sounds like it's life-changing. And so that's what yes. we wanted to talk about today. And again, I appreciate both of you reaching out to share this information. So Partners in Policymaking, who wants to start with an explanation of, I know it's a big one, but explain kind of what the program's about.
2: I'd be more than willing to go over it. So Partners in Policymaking is a advocacy and leadership training for Minnesotans with disabilities and parents that are raising children with
0: developmental disabilities. Okay. And do you have any idea how long the program has been around?
2: Yeah, thanks for asking. It's been um, around for 35 years. Wow.
0: So it's had a place, and I I know I've heard of it before. I just didn't understand what all it represented and what it did for families and individuals as well. And I know specifically you two are kind of close to graduation on this. So maybe explain, uh, Robin, a little bit. The, how long the program is? Uh, you know what's involved
1: with it. So it's a nine month program, and um, how it works is that um, it's one weekend per month for eight months, and then one month off for Christmas, of course. And um, we, you know, we go there for two days over the weekend. So it's usually a Friday and then a Saturday, and we learn all sorts of things about. Um, leadership and about disability law and about policies and um, different, just the different things that we, uh, resources that we can use, as well as different things that we can get involved in to help make changes for our loved ones. Um, it's it's an amazing, like, like you said, it is a life-changing experience.
0: Robin, where did you find out about it? We found out uh, what Elizabeth did there, but...
1: Yeah. So um, when my son was first diagnosed with autism, I didn't know anybody who knew anything about it. So I went on Facebook and, and made some Facebook friends, right, of, of kids who are parents of kids who have autism. Well, one of those parents had gone through the program and mentioned it to me, but like, uh, Elizabeth said timing wasn't right, and so then the following year her husband went through it, and then he mentioned it to me, and I'm like, you know, this sounds sounds really great, but right. um, it didn't work out timing wise until this year, and I wish I had done it sooner because it's amazing. But we have such a great class that I'm I'm glad
0: that yeah. I did it now. Well, and you two met in class, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. And are there people from all over the state of Minnesota? Yeah. So it is uh, basically you could be from International Falls or down to Rochester, whatever.
1: Yep. Yeah, there's people, they try really hard to get people from all over the state so that they can teach these, this information and these skills to a wide variety of people so that we can go out in the community and, and try to make these changes and try and help other
0: people with, you know, getting advocacy groups going. Absolutely. So is it only held in one location? I'm thinking of somebody listening, like, I'm interested, but I live in XYZ, how am I going to get there? So...
2: Yeah, I can touch on that. Sure. So um, we have people from all over the state. Um, it is a no cost program, so that's very important for families to know. Um, there's also uh, a travel stipend so that you can get reimbursed for your medical mile or your, I'm sorry, not medical mileage, but mileage reimbursement. And then also uh, they provide lodging, so um, that's very beneficial for families who are traveling. You know, a great distance, they're able to stay over, and it is held at a local um, hotel. Um, okay. So the the location is consistent throughout the program, which is nice.
0: Okay. For you guys, where did you go, if you don't mind my asking, for the program?
2: Um, It was at the Crown
0: Plaza um, down in Bloomington. It was in Bloomington. I'm just curious. So generally in the cities is where they hold it? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Just wondering for, again, someone listening, getting kind of that feel for that. So, with your children, I, I'm assuming you both have spouses, uh, hopefully? No? Okay. Yep. So, why I'm asking that is what about what do you do with your children when this is going on? Actually, uh, my mom watches okay. my son for
1: me so that okay. I can
0: attend, but they do have
1: um, also a stipend to help with child care costs for your children child with okay. special needs um, during the time that we're at class.
0: That's what I was wondering is yep. somebody else would go well that's great but how am I going to do this? Yep. And I mean we got to think of the big picture right we want to make this as accessible as possible so personal highlights I think this is a great question to ask so I'll, and I'll go ahead and, and start with you Elizabeth give us some ideas there
2: Yeah so um, I have been involved with um, advocacy since my daughter was born um, just kind of navigating the system and learning um, about clinics and hospital stays and education. Um, but one thing that I really lacked was the knowledge of how to get my voice out there. Um, how do I connect with other people? How do I advocate at the legislative legislative level? Um, and I was able to uh, meet with my senator, um, which was an amazing experience. I have been able to write letters um, of support for different uh, bills that are currently going through right now. And uh, just giving you that confidence um, to be able to go out and communicate and um, meet new people, but also advocate and um, just discuss disability and make sure that it's something that's talked about.
0: Yes, and that people realize that there is help and there is resources. I think so much of it is that feeling of you might find somebody on Facebook, like a group like you said, but to actually be able to put... What you would like to see happen into reaching someone like a senator or whatever—that's that next next level, right? And that's what something like this class offers: is giving you those, you know, that many more details. So, Robin, talk about your experience.
1: You know everything Elizabeth said. I mean, there's there's uh, remarkable resources. There's wonderful speakers that come in. They they teach us everything about you know from history to current day and everything that's happened in disability um, circles since then and. Um, All of that was wonderful. Personally, for me, the best thing that I got out of it is a network of peers who – support one another, they understand what we're talking about. You know, if you have a, a rough day and, and your child has a meltdown, I can go to this group and people won't say just spank him. You know? Yeah, I mean? Right, right. They understand. They do. Yeah. And it's it's amazing the amount of knowledge that we've all individually built up in our different areas of struggles that we can share now. And like there were people who didn't know that have had, you know, older children that didn't even know about like the grants that are available or any of the resources. They don't, you know, have a lot of the information available to them. And so that has been the most um, beneficial thing for me, I think, is having the knowledge to be able to share with people about what is out there.
0: It's it's really, yeah, the networking and the connections we all make sometimes make all the difference for sure. And you know, I, I noticed talking about the different sessions that they have. So I would imagine there's a natural progression like any course that you would take, right? Mm-hmm. So at the beginning when you talked about kind of the history and how things have developed over time, I, I just read an article recently, not to go kind of off track here. I think it's in France, but they were showing a situation where someone in a wheelchair was trying to get from point A to point B uh, using a train or whatever, and they did not have accessibility for them. And you know there was a time in the United States long before you two youngsters were born certainly, but that was kind of a similar issue. And you know they came through. I think it was uh, Kennedy, one of the Kennedy uh, boys, as I will put it. He was very strong and wanted to make sure that we had wheelchair accessibility, that you know elevators are provided. So many things that we take for granted today were not available. Let's say I have to really work my way back. Probably seventy years ago. Let's go back that far. So we've made strides, but I would imagine this class kind of shares the odyssey that the United States has made in trying to make things better and how far we need to continue to work and help our children and individuals. If they're older, that's my next question. So can uh, folks, individuals, do they have to have a family member or who can be part of this class? Is it... Either one.
2: Yeah, great question. So uh, this is also for self-advocates as well. Okay. Um, And you touched a little bit about just the history, and we have seen great movement You know, in the disability community, Um, but there is so much more to do. Like you've said, um, there's still buildings that are not accessible. There's still um, just so many things from sensory issues to physical disabilities to invisible disabilities that there's just so much more we can do to make everything accessible for so many different individuals. Um, And I think that this is just a really great program to help people uh, learn, but also learn that they have a voice to make a difference.
0: And not just for you ladies and folks in your situation as loved ones caring for people, but I'm thinking of someone who maybe doesn't have that situation but wants to do better in their office, in their workplace, whatever the case may be, and understand, especially if you're having children come in who maybe deal with some of these issues, what can we do to make that experience better? And I think that happens on the school level, they're getting much better about that as well. Did you find some of that in the class?
1: Yeah, I mean, the the biggest thing is that people need to realize that they have rights to things that are currently in law and that they can request access to those things. So you always, at, at a job, you always have the right to ask for accommodations I understand that sometimes people don't want to self-disclose, but at the same time, the, the, the process is there and, and is built for them to be able to access additional resources and additional um, assistance with whatever it is that they need. And so that's probably the biggest thing that we um, focused on was what's available, like what's in the law. And there is so much in the law. Um, and there's a lot in the law that's not currently being implemented to right. its fullest extent. And so that's one of the things that we learn is, hey, you know, you have these rights and these are things that you can ask for. And these are things that you can lobby for if they're not available. And it it, it is really just an amazing amazing experience.
0: And I will say maybe because I've lived in Texas, I'm pretty proud of Minnesota because we really try. That's what I say to people. There are programs in place, whether it's you guys' situation or someone dealing with mental health issues. I just feel that Minnesota tries Mm -hmm. and you can go to other states where you just do not have the support in that regard. So I think we can be, I don't want to say proud of that, but feel like at least we're I would like to think kind of leading the charge with some of these things. And this this is obviously a good opportunity right there, and that shows that. So let's talk about, you guys are graduating soon. When are you finished up? Is it June or May here? It's May 20th, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So then, now this sounds kind of silly, but do you get like a certification, or is, there, or is it just the knowledge that you've gone through the, the process?
1: I think it's pretty much just that, you know, we get a certificate, okay. and we have a little... Walk through, I, as I, was I understand say, cap and it. Capping yeah, maybe? No, maybe not, no, not. Probably not this time. But um, yeah, it's something, I mean, we graduate with a lot of knowledge and a lot of um, leadership skills. And so it's not something that we necessarily have a plaque to hang on the wall. But, sure, but still, we definitely have the skills and resources to share with people.
0: And it sounds like it's very important to both of you and for this organization to send people back out into their local area and share the information, especially in these rural areas. Very much so. Yeah. So you can feel so good about that. And I do want to mention uh that they are going to have their twenty three twenty four program year starts up here in September on the fifteenth and sixteenth. They do have an application process here and you need to have that done by July fourteenth. Is that right? Now that's a twenty twenty two. So is there a different date do you guys know offhand? I believe it's
1: July 14th is the deadline. Is it still for 2023 also? Okay,
0: I I just want to make sure I'm giving the right information (laughs) out. But please check into it again. It is called the, uh, I want to make sure I get it correct, Partners in Policymaking. It's been around 35 years. It's run through the state of Minnesota, correct? Mm -hmm. And you too can be part of it. There's no cost, as the gals mentioned. Don't let that be a barrier. And everybody comes to it in their own time. Both of you... You heard about it, maybe couldn't do it at that particular time, but the availability is there. Is there, I'll let one of you maybe pass along, is there a, a website? Should they just Google? What's the best way if somebody wants to find out more? You know, it's on the state of Minnesota
1: website, but I just
0: Googled it when I went to do okay. my application. and So Partners in Policymaking Minnesota, yep. I would think. Would be yeah, and go.
2: it's with the Minnesota Governor's Council on Developmental Disabilities, so they can also look um, for their website as well.
0: Perfect. Well, you two, congratulations on what you're doing. And your family is so lucky to have you. Your children are blessed to have moms that are going that extra mile and really want to make a difference for not just your own children, but, you know, at large, so to speak. So thank you so much and keep us in the know. If there's something else that's coming up down the road, I'd be happy to have you back in. Thank you so much. much. You bet. Thanks, ladies.